At this point of the game, you've probably seen Joe Biden's picture all over the place with Kamala Harris. President-elect, president-elect, 46th president on ABC, CBS, Fox, CNN, everywhere. And you're probably, all of you that are watching this fall in one of three different camps. The first camp are those who are excited to see Trump no longer being president. Every post you saw, you loved it. Every single meme you saw, you loved it. Every time somebody said Joe Biden's out, you loved it. When Van Jones started crying, you loved it. When you saw the jokes, you loved them because you cannot stand Trump. You don't like Trump. You don't like his style. You don't like what he stands for. You don't like what he says. You just cannot stand Trump. That's the first group. The second camp are those who love Trump. You love it. You believe voter fraud did take place. You watch all the videos from Project Veritas. You watch every single one of the interviews that was sent around by one, one of the three-star general talking about what's going on with this hammer software that was used and who owns it. You are one of those guys that you couldn't believe that Trump lost. There's no way in the world this happened. There was definitely fraud taking place and you can't wait for Giuliani to do his part. And you think Trump is still gonna stay as president. Then there's a third camp. Those of you who simply want to move on. You're somebody that's saying, look, honestly, it could be left, it could be right. I just want to make sure the right votes are counted. I want to make sure there was no voter fraud. And I want to make sure we announce it already so everybody can move on because everyone's waiting for a decision. I'm going to give you my thoughts on what's happened since the election. I've had a lot of different conversations with investors, with money people, with 17,000 agents that work in my company, with my employees, with people who are entrepreneurs around the world, with random calls, politicians that you would know their names, billionaires that you would know their names. I've had many conversations to process this with them. And I'm gonna give you my point of view. You may or may not like it. You may not agree with it, but I don't wake up in the morning wanting to make more friends. That's not my goal in life. I wake up in the morning saying, this is PBD. You like it, great. You don't like it, I totally understand it. Sometimes I don't like myself. Sometimes I don't agree with my views, but it's my life, it's what I've experienced, it's why I believe in what I believe in. So, couple things. Number one, I lived in Iran. And in Iran, um, we saw how a great nation all of a sudden fell. So as a Middle Eastern, if you ever have any Middle Eastern friends in your life, we're a little bit more skeptic than the average person. Why? Because Iran went from heaven, being one of the top three countries in the world for tourism, to overnight, when's the last time you thought about taking your family to Iran for vacation? I don't think you've had that on your list, unless if you're Iranian. Um, what happened? People got naive, people got manipulated, people fell for a lot of different campaigns. The divisive campaigns worked, and Iran is not better today than it was 45 years ago. It's not. Some people who say it is better today, it is not better today than it was 45 years ago. Tourism is not high. People don't wake up in the morning saying, oh, I wanna to go to Iran. It's a different life. So I'm naturally skeptical when I see what's going on in America and how divisive it is with issues that don't really exist. For example, remember when 9-11 first took place? I'm six, four and a half, I'm tall, I could, I look like somebody that could be related to the folks who did what they did to the World Trade Center. And I remember during that time, I would go meet with clients and they would say, where are you from? I would say, I'm from Iran. Where are you from again? I'm from Iran. Huh, okay. I remember one family specifically said, I'm sorry, we don't wanna do business with you because we just, with everything that's going on in America right now, we're a little bit uncomfortable about it. And uh, we just don't feel comfortable doing business with you. I'm sorry, I hope you don't take it personally. I'm like, no. I kind of get it and I walked off. Did I have some experiences being discriminated at airports? People intentionally, like a series of seven times in a row, they kind of went through and security check. Yeah, I experienced that. Did I amplify that and scream it off the top of my lungs for people to feel sorry for me? No, I didn't do that. Why? Because I don't see myself as a victim, okay? I just don't. 
And, and did I go to other people and other people say, oh, poor Patrick, that's exactly what's happening. You're being discriminated. I'm not being discriminated. I understand why somebody would be a little bit concerned about me because it is true. The folks that did what they did were from the Middle East and I am from Middle East. And I understand why you would think something like that. It's totally fine. It happened in the military as well. I get it. I don't like seeing people use situations like that to divide. My parents, they got a divorce. And as a kid, I would sit and I would watch both sides of the family play the games. And I saw how they divided my parents. I saw how my mom and dad got divided simply by in-laws from both sides that would just put fuel on the fire, you know, to, to divide. And I was disgusted by it. This is why I don't talk to any of my relatives, except for my mom, my dad, my sister. Those are my main priorities. Everybody else is secondary because all of them were like CNN and Fox dividing my family. I hated it. I couldn't stand it. I don't keep in contact with them, just so you know this. I don't wake up in the morning saying, oh, hey, how you doing? Oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. No, no, no. I remember as a kid and uh, every kid would have liked to see his parents be together. But look, it is what it is. So I look at America in a different way, in a completely different way. Um, I also don't think it's the end of the world. There's a lot of people that think it's the end of the world. There are people that call me that were delirious almost like, oh my gosh, World War III is about to begin and things are gonna go upside down. What are we gonna do with this? And I'm gonna be taxed 100%. You're not. You're not gonna be taxed 100%. How could you say that, Pat? You don't care about this stuff. I don't care about that stuff. You don't know my life on how hard I work to make sure the message of capitalism is protected around the world. I work probably just as hard as anybody else in the world that's spreading the message of capitalism. I don't know if there are people that are working harder to spread the message of capitalism in different audiences for people to say, never thought about it that way. Never thought about it that way. Never thought about it that way. You know what? I want to protect capitalism. I'm going to be one of those guys that's going to be doing whatever he can to fight for that message for as long as I'm alive. I'm going to do that part and I'm not going to stop. And I'm going to do it in many different ways. And I have a lot of different plans. And you better believe I don't just have my next five moves. I probably have my next 50 moves mapped out on what I'm going to be doing. But let me talk to that group, the group that thinks it's the end, it's the end of the world. Listen, I fully believe Clinton is the reason why we had a President Bush, GW. I fully believe George Bush is the reason why we got an Obama. I fully believe Obama's the reason why we got a Trump. And I fully believe Trump and his camp is the reason why we may have a Joe Biden. Not over yet until he concedes and he goes, Biden gets up and he gives the inauguration and they have to somehow somebody get Trump to leave the White House. Until that day when it happens, and by the way, you may be watching this and announcements already been made. It is what it is. But I have a feeling Biden is a byproduct of Trump. Trump is a byproduct of Obama. Obama is a byproduct of Bush. Bush is a byproduct of Clinton. Clinton's a byproduct of Senior. Senior's a byproduct of Reagan. Reagan did a great job. His replacement became the president. That's a reflection of the fact that America was so happy with Reagan that they said, we'll take his VP. That's what happens when you're a great president. They take your VP, right? Immediately, they take your VP. So where are we at today? Where are we at today? Um, if Biden comes out and he goes way too strong with his policies, they will lose midterms. And if they lose midterms, Congress, because Pelosi lost a lot of people and a lot of conservative Republican Congress women uh, went in and it was a massive switch that took place on Congress. You know, that's not going to be good for them because they're not going to be able to do as much as they want to be able to do. On the other hand, 
there are the runoff, the, the two uh, Senate seats that's in runoff right now. 50 Republican senators won, 48 Democrat, two in Georgia. We will not know till first week of January. And there's gonna be tens of millions of dollars of money being spent by both Republicans and Democrats to make sure those seats are on their side. Maybe even more than close to presidency because it's that important, right? Okay. But let me give you my final thoughts here for everybody else. You know, when Kobe scored 60 points, I was crying like a little baby on his last game. I'm like, oh my gosh, freaking awesome. My guy scored 60 points. You know my relationship with Kobe. Uh, when Jordan retired the first time, I was, I was a kid. Like, you gotta be kidding me. Tonight, Chicago Bulls, you know, and Michael Jordan will be facing off the Phoenix Suns and Charles Barkley. I mean, if you know that sound, you know what I'm talking about. Jordan's gonna be gone. Magic said AIDS. I was devastated as a kid. The Dodgers just won, uh, you know, game six against the Rays. I was at the game. I was like, oh, I took my kids. It was amazing, right? If you candidate won, you celebrate. Awesome. If you candidate lost, you're annoyed. Fine. You're always gonna win. But uh, if you come from the standpoint of thinking you're devastated, that means you're helpless. What you're saying indirectly is, I don't control the direction of my life, and you do. Some people say, what are you talking about, Pat? What are you talking about? This America is gonna go to shambles. No, it's not. Yeah, yes it is. You can't say this kind of stuff. You are the problem, Pat. Look, California screwed up during coronavirus. What happened? A lot of people left California. Hate to break it to you. New York screwed up during coronavirus. Cuomo didn't do a good job. Neither did Newsom. People left California. $336 billion of wealth left New York. You know how I know that? I was in Palm Beach the last three days. You know who I talked to? Realtors. I was with the number one realtor for three days looking at a lot of different properties. And you know what he told me? So many billionaires are buying 50, 40, 30 million dollar homes left and right in Palm Beach. I looked at a $135 million home that's going on the market this week with a $40 million painting in the house just to show was Trump's former house. I got a tour of it yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday, I got a tour of it yesterday. What's your point, Pat? If America screws up, there are gonna be some people that are gonna look elsewhere. A lot of people that are getting up there saying, well, you know, I'm gonna leave America. Those are the talkers, all of Hollywood. If Trump gets elected, I'm leaving America. No, you're not. And then there's the other guys on the other side. If Biden gets elected, I'm leaving America. No, you're not. It's not there yet. They're not yet. However, I was talking to Newt Gingrich. I said, Newt, question for you. He says, what? I said, what do you think about what's going on with Fox? You know, do you think Fox is also going left? He says, it doesn't matter if Fox goes left. I said, what do you mean it doesn't matter if Fox goes left? He says, if Fox goes left, the Republican audience doesn't go away. They just go to a channel that gives the perspective they want to hear. They're going somewhere. Huh, interesting. What does this mean? Whatever happens to America, California, New York, Texas, wherever you live, it doesn't matter. The innovators, the disruptors, the creators, the workers, those who constantly find a way to improve, those who constantly put all their success and failures on themselves, they're gonna find a home. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, an organization can totally screw up. The talented people of that company don't disappear. They find a home. You understand what I'm saying to you? They're gonna find a home. So it's not the end of the world. 
Yes, it's annoying for some of the people, but don't forget some of you guys that are annoyed, you were doing backflips four years ago when Trump won. You remember all those videos that were going viral? So you're not gonna win the World Series every year. You're not gonna win the Super Bowl every year. And, but I also hope we don't get the divisive side. That's my biggest concern. I don't like the games I'm seeing happening with media and politicians. That concerns me the most. You, if you follow my content, you know who I am. You already know what things I talk about. My thoughts with China, Iran, my thoughts with taxes. You already know my thoughts. But uh, that's my message to you. 2021 is around the corner. And whoever's going to be president, I sure hope you have more plans of how you're going to improve, how you're going to plan, map out your next 5, 10, 15 moves than what a Biden's going to be doing. It's on you. Trump is not going to go do the work for you. Neither is Biden. Trump's not going to read books for you. Neither is Biden. Trump's not going to go out there and learn a new skill set. Neither is Biden. You're going to still have to do that work. You've heard this message all over the place. I'm not the first person telling you this. But some of you are going to take this and run with it. So, if you like this message, great. If you didn't like this message, great. If you took any way, anything from it, great. But uh, that's where I'm at with what's taking place right now in the economy. And if you're wondering what I think Trump's going to be doing after he loses, let's just say he loses presidency, what I think Trump will do, that's what's really important for some of you guys to be thinking about, what Trump will do. Click over here to watch that. It's a 24-minute clip, uh, part one of the podcast I did last week where Adam asked me, Pat, what do you think will happen if Trump loses? It's a very interesting dialogue that you may want to hear. Aside from that, have a wonderful, wonderful week, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.